Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. From KQED. Mic check, check one, check two. Are we here? All right, we're here right now. Hey y'all, what's up world? I'm your host, Pendarvis Harshaw. And today, and right now it's Lynn, we're talking jazz. I'm talking Miles Davis, Alice Coltrane, Art Tatum. My favorite is Max Roach. Man, he used to go crazy on the drums. But I want to bring it home. I grew up with jazz playing in the household. And I wasn't unique in that. In general, the history of jazz is strong here in the Bay Area. Fillmore is known as Harlem of the West, and Richmond had its share of places where people played. And in front of the West Oakland BART station, there's a jazz walk of fame, full of names of folks who played in legendary venues right here. A local name that's not on that walk of fame yet, but is making headway in the jazz world, is Anissa Strings. gives me a little game on the upright bass in just a minute. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as like the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? I'm Pendarvis Harshaw, the host of KQED's Right Nowish podcast. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Anissa Strings is a classically trained upright bassist from East Oakland. She's traveled the world performing at venues overseas and domestically at joints like NPR's Tiny Desk and locally at spots like Yoshi's. She's like a real jazz artist, but how? How do you become a professional jazz musician today? I had questions, so I pulled up to the Oaktown Jazz Workshop's headquarters in Oakland's Jack London Square and kicked it for a minute. The Oaktown Jazz Workshop looks like a jazz club. It has a bar and plenty of seating and a stage in the front. Polished wood is everywhere and there's a piano in the far corner. Pictures of jazz luminaries cover the walls of the joint and it just has jazzy vibes and they hold classes and performances there. This is Oaktown Jazz, founded by Khalil Shahid. 
He's like a Bay Area legend. The late Khalil Shaheed was a trumpeter and a teacher who set up music institutions all over the Bay Area. How'd you uh, first get started with the jazz work? I started playing jazz in middle school at Westlake. You know, jazz band, it was 7.30 in the morning. I never showed up about once a week. I was terrible. I was really terrible. And then um, I got into YMP, Young Musicians Program. It's now called the Young Musicians Choral Orchestra, but it used to be YMP. It was at Cal Berkeley. A bunch of people came out of there. Let us see. I've been thinking about time. I've been thinking about space. Ambrose. Sit back, laugh about it, weep about it. You couldn't creep around it. So high you can't get over it. Pender Hughes is same is Provide the pain, I play the fool. You know, that's how I really got serious about jazz. So I don't know any, anything about Okay, so about. you want me to introduce you to the bass. All right, here we go. This is the bass. Yeah. It's called the double bass because it's twice, almost twice as low as the cello. So the cello was the original bass. So this is the cello's lowest note right here. And this is uh, six below that. So it's not like too much lower, but the cello has much more high range as well. Yeah, so this is the neck. This whole part is called the neck. These are the tuning pegs. This is how you tune it. And the strings are E, A, D, and G. First love, before piano, before any other instrument. Yeah. Yeah, this is just special, you know? Because it's like, I can almost, I can hide behind it. It's like I can show what I can do, but I'm simultaneously hiding. Black women from East Oakland who went to public schools in Oakland don't necessarily end up playing classical jazz music on a big stage and having master's degrees. How do you feel about yourself as the anomaly? You know, anomaly, ah, that word, it's funny, my, 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 my family said that to me, like my siblings were like, when I got a scholarship to college, they were like, how you get a scholarship for music? Like, I heard of sports, but music? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't feel like an anomaly, per se, because I feel very much like, you know, the people around me. I mean, to be, like, all the way honest, sometimes it hurts, you know, because, and it was like, for a long time, like, I rejected the idea of jazz. I was like, I don't want to do jazz because it's old and nobody cares, you know? Like, you know, my peers and stuff don't care. And so it hurts because it's like, you know, here you are, like, trying to preserve this tradition and this culture and trying to, like, do it. Nobody gives a hoot nanny, man. Nobody cares. Nobody cares, you know? So sometimes you feel, you know, unseen and unheard and uncared about. And um, now I'm just grateful. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm grateful because I feel like the older I get, the more people around me appreciate it. You know, the more people are like, wow, you did that? And, you know, they're, they're more willing to even learn from me or, or, or just, you know, just listen to what I have to say. In the darkest nights, I can see the moon. It 
it glows as bright as a white rose in full bloom. And as the raindrops fall, earth is washed And all that's left are sparkling drops of dew. Night Song, what's it about? It's about like life through the eyes of nature. So it's kind of just like a take on how the bad things that we think are bad in nature, like rain and, you know, severe heat or wildfires or, you know, snow or whatever we think is like, we, we look at as a bad thing in nature is absolutely necessary for the life cycle. You know, so basically all your dark times, everything that you go through that's bad is absolutely necessary. There's like a return on every aspect of the investment. That's right. Yeah. The sun feels close and near. It warms my skin like a stream of joyful tears. Wildfire burns, our hearts grow full of fear. But when it's done, the trees grow free and clear. How does Night Song relate to your mission overall as an artist? Reality. That's what that's what I want to bring to people's lives is reality. And so I feel like Night Song is about nature, which is the most real thing to me that currently exists in the world. <laughs> Here's to the jazz musicians, making the world a little better with each note they play. Thank you to Anissa Strings, whose music can be found on all platforms. And this fall, she's scheduled to be at the SF Jazz Collective. Wait, before you go, we have something for you. I've been reaching out to former guests from the show, asking them about what they've been doing during Shelter in Place. I recently heard from Frederica Newton, who earlier this year shared with us a bit about her story of romance and revolution. She's currently continuing to work toward establishing a Black Panther Party Museum for the people. And she's been taking this time to dig through the archives. You know, like everyone else, this shelter in place has had me looking for ways to keep busy. I've found myself trifling through old photos in my closet and digging through unopened boxes in my garage, only to be knocked out by old memories that have been locked away for decades and photos of myself in crazy outfits. Um, just yesterday, while jamming to DJ Nice on his club quarantine set, I came across Huey's copy of Insights and Poems, a book that he wrote with Erica, with a personal inscription from him in this book, and it just gave me life. I, I couldn't believe that I'd found it. I was sitting at my table doing something on the computer, and just something in my head said, go to the garage and look in this random box. I'm not kidding you, that's what happened. And after discovering Huey's book, I started looking in these other boxes to see what else I could find. And there were this whole stack of newspapers, including the Oakland Tribune, 
1989, all these newspapers covered Huey's funeral. There were pictures, just heartbreaking pictures of my son and I leaving the church and my son and I sitting in the church in the press conference the day that Huey was killed. And it was just in a few hours I was in my house with all these unopened boxes and newspapers everywhere and photos and DJ Nice in the back and a couple of Huey's favorite songs started playing on the radio. And, you know, my emotions were just all over the place. I mean, it went from extreme highs to solemn lows. And um, there I was just living in this, in this bittersweet place. Thank you, Frederica, for sharing that with us. And while we're all homebound, we'll continue to keep you in touch with past guests here on the show. I want to give a thank you to my producer, Ashley Ann Craigbaum, for holding us down. Our editor is Jessica Plachik. And big thank you to the higher-ups at KQED. That's Julie Kane, Holly Kernan, and David Marcus. I'm your host, Pendarvis Harshaw. And this has been Right Nowish. I can't even play. I got five on it on that thing, man. No. Ba-dum, bum. <laughs> I'm not a piano player. <laughs> I'm not. That's jokes. Like, that's literally jokes. Come Man, on. There's my real jokes piano ain't that funny. <laughs> Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. 